Welcome back to another long-awaited edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. We are ready to start off a new school year, a new fiscal school year for right. us. Started July yeah. 1st, so, so we'll say this is season three. Season season the, three the podcast, and it is the first week. I mean, we're it is. we're we're Tuesday of the first week back. So. Right, the season two didn't end very well. We 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 kind of laxed and didn't have one the last few weeks, but uh, but we're here for season three, and we are ready to rock and roll for the 2023-2024 school year. But before we get into the new school year, we're gonna go back since we didn't get to really talk about a lot of things at the end of the year. We're gonna talk about that for a minute. Uh, but before we do that, we just got off our little two week break that the the administration building takes in the middle of the summer. Most of us take. Marianne and, and Melissa doing HR don't always get the full two weeks because of all the hiring that's happening. But yeah. uh, did you have a good break? Yeah, uh, yes, it was, a, it was a great break. It seemed really long. I, I know right. people think, you you know, we say these things just because we have to, but it's not. I, I was ready to come back. I was ready to get back at it. And it was a great time, of, like you said, to relax and rejuvenate and had a great uh, trip. I celebrated my 30th. Uh, anniversary with my wonderful wife, uh, Dr. Laura Estes, uh, on June 12th. And so nice. we, we went on a big trip that we'd been planning for several years. And so that was exciting. We got to see a new part of the, the United States that we'd never seen uh, yeah. before. So and it was, it was a, a, uh, the history aficionado that you are. It was a big trip. Right? <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily have a bucket list, but there are several sites that I want to see that are very historically important and important to the United States. And and so to to get to visit one of those sites, uh, Pearl Harbor, it was it was a big day for me. Right. Uh, I certainly felt like a a kid on his uh, favorite uh, field trip ever. I think <laughs> so. It's yeah, like going it to the, for me, it'd be like going to the Omni Theater as a kid, right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right. So how about you? A little bit more important. Did you did you have a a great break? Yeah, it was good. But like like you said, I guess in the middle of last week, I was like, all right, I'm kind of done here. I'm, yeah, I'm ready to go back to work, and it's weird. It's a weird feeling because. Like when I first started working in schools, it was like it's like man, it wouldn't felt like it was like two days. What happened? Right now, it feels like it takes it's forever. And so, no, it was good. Got to speaking of bucket list things, got to go to the College World Series and wow, and catch a game. And so that was fun. And yeah, it was a good trip. Our good good trip and a uh, good break. Hung out with the kids quite a bit. Played some golf and over overall great great time. I saw, I saw one of the pictures you posted. At what course was that? That. Maybe you played right Which before one? we there came was, back. Uh, was it with the skyline in the background? Yeah. Uh, well, or was it the sunset? I think it was a sunset. It looked gorgeous. A gorgeous picture. Yeah, that was uh, Ropes and Ranch up near okay. Denton. That looked nice. And it kind of the clubhouse sits up on a kind of a hill, and you kind of look out, and it had been raining a little bit. We didn't get rained on, and probably not very intelligent of us. It had been some there. There was some visible lightning. <laughs> You're trying to recreate Caddyshack, <laughs> right? But uh, but we stayed out there, and by the time we got up to the done and up to the clubhouse it was the rain was over but there were still clouds and it just kind of made for a, a cool picture it, it really did i loved it all right very good so talking about the end of the year everything went great we had great graduation uh summer learning was fantastic had a, a big crop of kids there that weren't just doing summer learning because they had to be there but you know we had the the gt kids that were there uh uh, the bilingual kids were there. I, believe, I don't remember if we did. Did we do a dyslexia camp this summer? I can't remember if we did or not. It seemed like there was. <laughs> but there was, it was more than just the kids who, hey, you need to be here for credit or whatever it is. And right. so uh, great to see the participation in summer learning. Uh, 
I mean, it's just a May was a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much of May. I don't because either. there seemed like there was a, a concert or an awards or something going on every single night, and it was it was great to see a, a showcase of our scholars during the month of May. Yeah, I thought so too. I I guess one way I characterize it is we weren't limping into the summer like, oh my gosh, know. this is just we got to get this over with, and then we'll get excited about next school year. It was actually, it was almost like a real long celebration of the mm-hmm. the year, I thought. And there was a lot of more, I've sensed more energy this year at the end of the school year, just a real positive attitude and from our educators, from our scholars, and, and our community members. It was fun. You know, right. I, that's kind of how my memory, my bros colored glasses look <laughs> back at it. Right, purple colored. Yeah, purple. There you go. <laughs> we also had a... Our uh, administrative retreat right after the end of school. We right. always leave for a couple of days and just kind of regroup. And uh, what a every year it seems like, yeah, this was fantastic and great. I don't know how it could get much better. And then you get to the next year and it's like, man, how much greater was this than last year? You know, it just <laughs> uh, it was great. All the administrators, even though they were all tired and worn out from the end of school and that right. that race, that sprint. Yeah, uh, it was good to see them all already excited and preparing for the upcoming school year. Yeah, and I think we used to have to rely on the location or the activities we did Mm -hmm. to generate the positive feeling from that strategic planning retreat. But now it's the teamwork that seems to be generating the comments we got back or they love the activities, and uh, but they really enjoyed the family feel or the, the opportunity to share open and honestly with each other. It was real productive. I thought so too. And some other things that happened in June, we had our some high school students, International Thespian Festival out at the University of Indiana, uh, had several students there. Uh, let's see who, I have my list here. We had nine scholars, which is actually less than we had last year, but out of those nine, they qualified for seven events, which was more than we'd ever qualified before, so less number of scholars but more spread out among different events. And so right. that was exciting. Uh, Eden King, as a matter of fact, was the very first freshman ever to uh, qualify and, and earn, a, earn an opportunity to head to the uh, International Thespian Festival. Others were Angelina Easterly, Elise Wilson, Jaslyn Scott, B. Crow, Brianna Ryan, Alexis Butchert, Butchert, Buchert. Um, Butchering Terrible with that. The, yeah, the I'm, I'm <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> uh, Elijah Poole and Elijah Westmoreland. And they were doing everything from uh, theater technician to monologue acting to duet acting and duet musical. So uh, great range of things there. Great experience for our scholars, even for a, a freshman, to get to go to a, a University of Indiana and get that college experience and uh, hundreds and probably, in I think Mr. Hunt said, usually thousands of scholars. They had to move it from where it was, I think, a couple years ago to this new place uh, because it got so big. So uh, great for our scholars to get that opportunity. Yeah, it really is to go out of state like that and to, like you said, to go to the uh, to a huge university campus and, and to experience. Great. It's what we want to do as part yeah. of our mission statement to inspire also and, and then Obviously, they're empowered because they're performing at such high levels. I'm excited for our kids and that we have educators that are willing to provide these opportunities in the summertime oh, yeah. for them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mr. Hunt's 
on his summer break. Well, that's you know? right. And and taking kids to Indiana is so fantastic. All right. Also, we had some state champions. That's right. In the month of June, some our lineman state champions, a lineman challenge, our offensive and defensive line from football uh, qualified and headed out to Abilene. I believe it was June twenty fourth. Right. And uh, competed, and lo and behold. 4A state champs. How about 4A that? 4A state champions. Uh, scored 51 points. Second place was Somerset with 42. And so, now I am no, like you being history, I'm no lineman challenge aficionado. Right. So, I don't know what the scores usually look like, but 51 to 40, it does not seem, appear to be very close. So. I, I was thinking the same thing <laughs> when I didn't I didn't know the score and just seeing this here. Exactly right. I, it does not appear to be close. If there's only 51 <laughs> You know, the 51 wins the championship. That's pretty impressive. Right. So, fantastic job there. Uh, another school that many may know, Stephenville, I, think, I believe, placed fourth yes, that's overall. So, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, Coach Wild Raven is about to start his second year. He's been here about 14 months now. Right. And taking over a program who had had, had, had some struggles the last couple of years before he got here and you know, we always talk about small wins, mm-hmm. you know, and, and confidence and everything. And, you know, that's what it, just continuing to build on small wins from from last year's small wins of, of beating Stephenville, from making the playoffs for the first time in two years to, you know, this isn't a small win. I feel like a state championship's yeah, kind of a, a, big, big, a big, big win. Big win. But just the continuing uh, the confidence building and the success uh, there, I'm looking forward to see what him and his staff have in store for – Alvarado, the city of Alvarado, uh, as the football season gets underway here pretty soon. And it's great, once again, to look at, hey, look at all these kids that were active in doing something during the summer. A lot of our, I think you shared with me multiple times just yeah. how many coaches that we have uh, had attending these events. They didn't have to. This was on their own. And and then getting to travel again, go out to, to different cities. They were invited to the Star, right, mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of seven, uh, a seven-on-seven slash lineman challenge event that the Dallas Cowboys uh, hosted, right. and then to go out to Abilene. I mean, great for our kids to to get these these opportunities in the summer. Yeah, and I remember the I think one of the lineman challenges they went to to help qualify them for state. I, I don't know if it was Weatherford or Arlington Lamar, mm-hmm. but somewhere along the way, we got a text message from him of a, a video of the of Alvarado beating Allen in the tug of war. Right, in the tug of war. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then you see the, the, the group picture. I believe they won that event. You see the group picture, and there are seven or eight coaches there, mm-hmm. which is on a in the summer on a Saturday morning. Uh, it's just fantastic to see that kind of support that, that our coaches are giving the scholars. Yeah, well, what a way, you know, to celebrate the effort of our educators that they're mm-hmm. even when they're not getting paid, they're – certainly out there looking for opportunities uh, to support our kids. And those kids that participated and are now, for now and forever, state champions. That's right. <laughs> are Timeens, Hunter Adams, Giovanni Aguilar, Oscar Pulaski, Ethan Shook, Mason Evans, Lucian Sims, Brody Clements, and Anthony Frias. So congratulations to all those guys. Uh, continuing on the the coaching trail, I guess you could say, uh, Texas High School Coaches Association Regional Track and Field Coach of the Year, Coach Bernard Jackson. Uh, exciting for him. First year we already had one. Coach Eastloss won it for boys basketball. And now uh, first-year coach in Alvarado, Bernard Jackson, uh, uh, brings home another big award. And 
just a, a fantastic job. I know Coach Jackson had some huge, huge shoes to shoes fill. To fill. I was thinking a, that's the phrase I was <laughs> going to use. But yeah, with, a, with Coach Malone leaving, but uh, stepped right in, uh, uh, built the, that that relationship with the with the track kids, and uh, finally we got over that. Uh, Got over the hump a little bit. We had somebody in the 400 get to the, the state meet, which is exciting. Right. Uh, so, uh, great job by Coach Jackson and, and really all the track coaches because uh, it's more than just Coach Jackson out sure. there with those kids. And so, uh, fantastic job there. Yeah, super excited. I'm, I'm glad to see these hardworking educators getting some recognition outside of Alvarado ISD. Right. We, we brag on our people all the time and very thankful for their effort. But it's great that other organizations uh, celebrate them too and – and to have two coaches get regional coach of the year, that's pretty exciting. And oh, definitely. appreciate the energy and culture that, that's being developed out in the athletic program. And actually, I apologize. We had three. Oh, that's uh, right. Coach, Coach Clark did. Coach Kashawn Clark also. That's right. So that's not, not a bad not, year. It's not a bad year. Not a bad staff, Coach Wall Raven and, and Coach Petit put together up there, is <laughs> it? Exactly. All right. So uh, last year, last fall, I believe, we started some. Alvarado Community Education classes, we call them ACE classes, that really our, our technology department kind of spearheads, Julie Hall and our director of technology. And uh, they do have some summer classes left that are upcoming. Uh, Urban Sketch sounds kind of cool. I don't know what that is exactly, but it sounds kind of like a, a cool little drawing. Or, I don't know. That's um, actually tonight, isn't it? Yeah, it is tonight. They have one tonight and then also next Wednesday the 19th. Okay. Uh, intro to, to Machine Knitting. And that's a, this week. That's over the weekend. July 14th and 15th are two classes. Google Sheets is on Thursday. That's tomorrow. Uh, that's uh, Google Sheets. I don't know what. It's probably what I, I probably need to attend. I probably need to attend <laughs> make, make plans to be there. I could benefit from right. tutorial is, on Google Sheets. The, if people don't know what Google Sheets is, what is the other program that it's? Uh, Excel. Excel. Yeah. It's the Google version of Excel. Right. All right, and then here's one that. You know, we could probably all use a little bit, I guess. But October twelfth, twenty sixth, and November 9th, and I need to we need to find out who is teaching this class. We do how yeah. to dress well. Were you invited to be a model for this? I was not. I was not either. So I, I I, if I, my invitation will probably be, please come attend. You need this class. <laughs> I was wondering, I was yeah, if the invitation was in the mail. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd like to say about these community ed classes, and maybe I'm I'm jumping the gun. You were oh, mentioning it, but. This was at a request of a local Alvarado community member. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, they, and we've had some similar, something similar to this in the past, but we had a community member that said, hey, we'd like to learn how to operate our iPhone or, you know, our smartphones and those types right. of things. And, and so you, you often reference that this podcast is celebrating all of Alvarado and hashtag Alvarado excellence, not hashtag Alvarado ISD excellence. And so I, I appreciate you, excuse me, that you put this on the list because it is a huge celebration of a, a really strong partnership with our community. Well, so now one that we do need to add probably that me and you could attend would be a learn to speak Spanish class. That's exactly right. But that's, so. I think that's going to be over months. That's not going to be a one shot deal. <laughs> we're certainly on our way. We're, yes. work, we're working on you read to bilingual <laughs> classes in Spanish and that's probably the best you, you know, training you could get, but I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up because we do need it. Well, and as it's a risk reading to kindergartners in a language that is not your own when it's their language. When it's their language. Because <laughs> they're a little hard on you. <laughs> I, w- I think we spent three or four minutes one time 
rolling my R because it wasn't good enough. I'm telling you, <laughs> that is such a struggle for me. <laughs> All right, so uh, continuing on, really kind of flipping the page to this upcoming school year, uh, school supplies. For the last several years, uh, Alvarado ISD has provided school supplies for all of our scholars. And once again, this year, uh, Dr. Nunez and uh, our CFO, Mr. Toon, and then the board approved it. But they have found the resources for us to be able to provide school supplies once again. Right. And, and, it's, and it's huge. And I saw a couple of other districts posting this, and you posted it, uh, Yeah, I think, uh, this week uh, announcing it. But it really is huge for our, for our community and, and, once again, shows the a dedication to serving the community and doing everything we can to help offset some of the problems that are associated with inflation and other things that uh, we know that our parents are dealing with right now. And so usually in the past, I think before last year, you would receive those school supplies in a box at the back to school bash. We're not doing that anymore. Now the school supplies are kind of already in the classroom when they get to school. Right. However, the back to school bash is back. Right. They are doing it again. Um, it's been going, I mean, this might be upwards of 10 years or maybe yeah, I think more so. than that. It may be more than that. So we'll be at the Alvarado Junior High on August Thursday, August 3rd, and it is from 5 to 7. I know it used to be, I think we did it from 12 to 2 one time, and kind of in the afternoon a right. couple of times, and you know, kept hearing from parents, yeah, I'd really like it to be in the evening so I don't have to take off work to come. And So it will be from 5 to 7 on August 3rd. Several, uh, lots of vendors, you're going to have uh, opportunities to uh, get vaccinations, uh, I believe uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins and their church are bringing the, the food from Tarrant food County bank, again, the right. food bank. So uh, lots of good things happening there, lots of, of great vendors, um, community event. Uh, if you're a community business or, or leader, whatever it is, you have something you would like to be a vendor, uh, 817-783-6800 and ask for Dr. Nunez, and she will set you up and uh, set you up a table there in the hallway and uh, – Come one, come all. <laughs> it really is a great event. I mean, kind of like a celebration of our community mm-hmm. because last year we had involvement from all kinds of different agencies, oh, yeah. and it was it was fantastic. And just highly encourage people to participate. It's it's more main. Uh, they've improved the flow of it, and so yes, uh, used to there was a long line. Those lines have been reduced greatly, and it's uh, I think a little bit more once again of some type of celebration or reunion. Everybody's there getting excited about being back in school. Uh, they can also, although we're not handing out the district-provided school supplies, several of the vendors bring school supplies uh, that parents can take home for their kids to have at home and use or bring to school for additional supplies. And we do, there will be, I assume there will be backpacks there as well. Right, are, that's correct. There are backpacks, just no school supplies to put in those backpacks. That's right. All right, and then also while you're there, if you'd like to, if you haven't already registered for back to school, uh, you can go ahead and get that taken care of through through Skyward on your own before you get there or while you're there, there'll be an opportunity for you to go ahead and register. And uh, I'm going to put you on the spot so we didn't have this on our agenda, but uh, talk about the purpose of everybody wants to know, well, my kids are, my kids went to school here for 10 years. Why am I having to register again? Well, and, and people ask, it really is, if there's a policy, a state requirement that we have people uh, re-register, but it's more important than just because it's a requirement. It provides us with a lot of information uh, over the summer or through the school year, maybe your address has changed or your uh, phone number has changed, your email has changed, and we, we need that updated information. We were talking about Parent Square earlier, mm-hmm. and Parent Square has really helped us improve our communication with our parents and guardians, but we need that updated information in order to continue to, to provide a, a strong 
line of communication between the, the school district and, and home is also important because it helps us gauge the number of educators we need. We've been spending the summer staffing schools and, and hiring new educators, but we have been surprised at years that when you get to that first day of school and then some people didn't pre-register that some of our classes are overflowing and then we're at the last minute trying to find teachers. And so we highly encourage you to all the, all that you can do prior to August, uh, prior, you know, prior to the school year really benefits our scholars. Uh, it helps us provide a better learning experience, learning environment for them. Very good. And then we also have Meet the Teacher Night. It's coming up not not far after that, August 14th, which... What, a month away? A, a month and two days. <laughs> we, everybody says time flies, but man, it just seems <laughs> like it does. So uh, Meet the Teacher Night, and that'll be just like it always has been where uh, I believe the elementaries and intermediate are 4.30 to 6.30 and then are 4 to 6 and then everybody the high school and junior high are 5 to 7 uh, but that'll be Monday August 14th uh, used to be several years ago it was the night before school started uh, now we there's a little bit of cushion there right. we come in and kind of get the lay of the land and everything and then teachers have a couple more days of planning afterwards before the first day of school August 17th and uh there's not many things that are like the first day of school. There's not. Whatever it is, I don't like you, I, I kind of think of you know the start of a season like right, a state championship game or right, something. State championship yeah. game, opening day for baseball, right. kind of all the fanfare kind of thing. Right. And, you know, it's a there's not a whole lot that compares to the first day of school and it's just a exciting time as you get as it gets closer and it kind of gets amped up a little bit and the it's just a, a fun time and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. It's been a good year. Uh we had a good year last year and a lot of once again historic accomplishments and and so the the future's bright here now for Adonai Steve we're looking forward to a fantastic 23-24 school year and then one more thing before we go we talk about our we'll talk about it a lot more in future podcasts even before the school year starts but uh, every year we have a wildly important wig and we're kind of going back a little bit uh, re-looking at the the wigs we had for several years was about reading and literacy and we're gonna our wig will again this year tackle uh, literacy and reading and, and at all levels. Um, and just it's a just talk about that for a minute. Just the uh, the importance of literacy and and why why the need to go back and, and look at that again as a wig. Oh, we know that literacy impacts every area of life. It, it just does. You know whether somebody's trying to fill out an application for a job or. They're trying to read instructions on how to put a table together. Right. It, it just impacts every piece of life. And even if you're more digital in the way you handle your business, you still have to be able to read. And reading impacts all the other content areas, not just reading, but writing also. And mm-hmm. and so we, we see a need there. And we still have way too many of our scholars that are not reading on grade level. And we want to make that our wildly important goal uh, that – not just uh, focusing on the, you know, the pre-K uh, through three, but through across the district that we're providing many opportunities to uh, make literacy important. And so we're excited about it. And we, we need the community's help uh, to be a part of this uh, with us, in a sense, to encourage their scholars to read and to write and look for opportunities to grow and improve in those areas. Very good. And... I'm looking forward to a 23-24 school year. I'm looking, I mean, it's exciting to, to think about all the things that uh, just already 
looking at the things we've done just over the summer with the the Lyman State Championships, the the theater kids, the uh, regional track coach of the year, uh, band band is starting. Right. We haven't talked about band yet, but Mr. Dietz was up here for for most of the summer as well, and is still here. Uh, getting ready for a third straight uh, appearance at the state marching band competition. and No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just a, a, a great time during the summer as you're kind of looking forward to everything before it actually gets going. And I don't know if you – it's hard to appreciate it as much while it's happening, but kind of thinking about it uh, now and looking forward to it is, is exciting. It, it, re- it really is. We can't wait. Very good. And until next time, hashtag Alberto Excellence.